Good morning, everybody. This is James Brooks. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. Hey, guys. Welcome to Lakers Carpool. My name's James Brooks. What a fantastic weekend of Lakers basketball. So I ended up going to the Lakers game on Friday against the Bucks, And let me tell you, it was electric. The atmosphere was absolutely unbelievable. Definitely felt like a playoff game. Awesome potential finals preview type game. Um, ended up being a fantastic game. The Lakers won 113-103. But let, let me tell you, the Lakers started off slow. Um, they were awful from three. They shot 18% from the game, um, but they were able to play super physical. They got down by nine at one point in the first half, but were able to bring it back and tie it up 48-48 to 48, uh, at halftime. Um, and then from there, the Lakers did not look back. They went on an 18-0 run to start the third, um, ended up winning the third quarter 39-28. to 28. Uh, LeBron absolutely imposed his will. He had 14 points. Um, but let me tell you, overall, the biggest thing that I was impressed with on Friday night against the Bucks was the Lakers' ability to come back, take the lead, and then hold on to that lead. The Bucks, they made some runs. They got within four points at, at different times, and the Lakers always had an answer. Um, whether it was Kyle Kuzma stepping up with a big jump shot, Markeith Morris with a big jump shot, KCP... Um, Alex Caruso with the big hustle plays. Um, he had a great box out of, of Giannis late in the game. Um, absolutely love to see it. The Lakers, for starting off so slow, came out in the second half firing on all cylinders, and and I was very impressed with how well they maintained that lead. Um, and then overall, the Lakers' defense. They played great defense. Um, Giannis, you know, he had 32 points, 11 rebounds, but they never let him seemed to feel super comfortable, which I was very pleased with. I mean, Le Giannis, he was in the second half, started, the Lakers made him four shots. You know, he he was always getting bumped down low. He The Lakers didn't let him get any easy, easy looks, especially in the second half. Um, and that's a lot of that's thanks to LeBron. I mean, LeBron covered Giannis for a big portion of the game. LeBron knew the narrative. He knew that people were talking about the MVP race, and he let his will be known. He imposed his will both offensively and defensively. LeBron ended up with 37 points. Absolutely ridiculous performance by a guy who is in his 17th season. Um, he proved that he's still the guy that you want on your team, which is, which is pretty unbelievable that he can still do what he's doing. But... Um, he went at Giannis offensively, he went at Giannis defensively, and he took that crown back from Giannis. I mean, I think talking about MVP, I mean, Giannis still will probably win MVP, but if the, I mean, if the Lakers, if LeBron plays well throughout the rest of the season, now Giannis is going to be out a couple of games with a, a knee injury. It's possible that if the Lakers can can somehow take the best record in the NBA, 
and LeBron's playing well, there's still enough time in the season that LeBron can can take that MVP. Um, it was impressive. It was awesome to see Giannis play in person. I mean, he is not an easy guy to cover. You know, he's big. He's long. He can he can hit shots. He can, you know, he's the strongest when he's down low, but, but it was, I, you know, I am more impressed with the Lakers defense after seeing Giannis play in person because he is not, it is not easy. Um, and then, you know, it was amazing seeing LeBron and Giannis go one-on-one. LeBron, he did not, did not shy away from that, from, from the narrative. And that's probably what I love the most. Uh, there's a couple times where they went went at it one on one isoed and the crowd was just eating it up. We were loving it. It was awesome. Um, LeBron ended up with 37 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, and just absolutely imposes will will on the game. Um, and then Anthony Davis, he stepped up big. Uh, he had 30 points, nine rebounds, um, and that's you know he got into foul trouble early on in the game, so he wasn't able to make as big of an impact early. But whenever the Bucks were trying to make a run late in the game in the fourth quarter uh ad stepped up he had 14 points in the fourth quarter you know at the end of the day my big takeaway is that lebron proved that he is still the guy you want on your team uh went out Giannis all night and had a couple monster jams uh huge and ones uh just taking it inside drawing the foul um LeBron proved he's still the best player in the world, which is unbelievable. And then let's not forget the Lakers clinched a playoff spot. First first playoff appearance since 2013. It's been a long seven years, but boy, are we happy to, to be back in the playoffs. So, yep, it was a great game. Um, my wife and I went to the game on Friday. We were, we were feeling that high through Saturday and then rode it right into Sunday against the Clippers lakers carpool is brought to you by anchor if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain first off it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and many more You can make money from your podcast as well, with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alright, let's let's talk Lakers-Clippers. The Battle of LA, the the hallway rivalry, um, another absolutely electric game. I wasn't at this one in person, but watching it from the living room, I could tell that, you know, I thought that Friday's game against the Bucks was electric. You know, I think this probably was like twice as electric as the Bucks game on Friday, um, just from what I could see on TV. Um, so if we're lucky enough to have a Western Conference Finals matchup between the Lakers and Clippers, and if it's half as energetic as it was um, on Sunday, then we're definitely in for a treat. As NBA fans, Lakers fans, Clippers fans all together, it's going to be a great matchup. Um, really was a back-and-forth game for the majority of the game. Um, Lakers were able to to be up by two at the end of the first quarter, 27 to 25. Um, Clippers got up by nine points in the second quarter, outscored the Lakers 28 to 22. Um, But once again, 
Lakers came out firing in the third quarter, um, scoring 36 points. Avery Bradley was absolutely a beast in this game. Um, came out fi- uh, really came out firing from the from the onset of the game. I mean, he was up in Patrick Beverly's face. He was got a big steal against Avery, or against Beverly. Took it took it for a layup in Beverly's face. Stared him down. Um, it was, I loved it. You know, you could tell that he was into it just as much as the fans were. Um, Avery Bradley was on fire from three. Shot six for twelve. Had twenty four points. Um, he was definitely, in my opinion, the player of the game. I mean, LeBron had big moments. He, if it wasn't for Avery Bradley, though, with his big threes, Lakers probably would not have been in it. Um, Paul George and Kawhi, they played well. 31 points from Paul George, 27 from Kawhi. I mean, they're, the Clippers are a scary team. They are good. I'm not going to lie. Um, the, the ability of Paul George and Kawhi to hit jump shots to hit contested jump shots um, multiple times guys in their face, guys like Anthony Davis and Kawhi's face and Kawhi drains it. I mean, they're the efficiency of those two guys is their scoring is very impressive and very scary. So I'm, I'm, I'm extremely impressed with how well the Lakers played defense um, and were able to take advantage of the times that Paul George and Kawhi were off the court. Um, and then this is another game, just like the the Bucks game. It felt old school. It was physical. It was tough, um, tough basketball. And I think the Lakers have an advantage when the game's played that way. You know, between AD, LeBron, Dwight, Javale, and their you know Markeith, they they have an advantage when the game is physical. Um, when they can can control the pace. And then. Yeah, Lakers did a good job at controlling the pace of the game. LeBron was able to uh, go 12 for 14 from the free throw line. So when LeBron's getting 14 free throw attempts, that's a good sign. That means LeBron's attacking. Um, and when, Le- when LeBron's attacking, he's getting a lot of and ones. Um, and free throws are free buckets. So, um, And again, LeBron didn't shy away from 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 defense you know we guard guarded Kawhi for a lot of the game um did not make it easy for Kawhi again 27 points from him and he he had to struggle to get those 27 points another very impressive defensive game from the Lakers too they were able to hold the Clippers to basically 100 points I mean um Lou Williams had like a garbage time three with like 15 seconds left. So basically held him to a hundred points. Very impressive. Um, and once again, their ability to keep, to get the lead and maintain the lead in a close game against a good team down the stretch was that, that I mean, that was the story of the weekend and that was what I've, what I was most impressed with. Um, and then I loved seeing you know, AD, LeBron taking charges, diving for loose balls. They wanted that game. They wanted that win, and the rest of the team followed them. When the, when LeBron and AD are playing that way, it's infected. It's infectious. Um, so overall, fantastic game. Um, 
happy that so happy that the Lakers were able to pull out the win against both the Bucks and the Clippers. Um, and you know things are looking good as long as the Lakers can stay healthy. Um, definitely a fantastic weekend uh, for Lakers basketball. One more thing to note in regards to the Lakers-Clippers game was that Marcus Morris did not play well at all for the Clippers. He's a guy that the Clippers brought in midway through the season and supposed to make a big difference. You know, he hasn't been playing particularly well for the Clippers, and he went over 9 on Sunday, had one point off of a free throw. Um, And so I think, you know, Clippers fans will say that that was a big factor as to why the Lakers were able to win by, by nine. Um, you know, Lakers fans will argue that they played great defense, um, which caused him to not shoot well and not play well. I think it's somewhere in the middle. Um, I would say that the Lakers defense, I'm sure caused him to be uncomfortable, but at the same time, he did miss some open shots that if he would have made, uh, could have made a difference in the game. All right. So let's talk about the Lakers schedule this week. Uh, we got Tuesday night against the Nets at home. Um, should be a fairly easy game for the Lakers. The Nets are missing Kyrie Irving, who's out for the rest of the season, and then Kevin Durant, who's been out for all of the season. Plus, on top of that, the Nets are going through some, some turmoil internally um, with their head coach agreeing to part ways with the team. Um, so there's... I don't expect too much. I mean, the Nets are a playoff team um, in the East, in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, they could put up a little, could put up a fight. But last time the Lakers played them, they ended up winning by ten. I think they had a lead up to twenty-five points at the time, at one point in the game. Um, so, you know, we can probably expect some in-game load management for LeBron and Anthony Davis in this game, as long as the Lakers can keep a lead. And I mean, it's possible that even if, even if the Lakers are losing, that they won't play AD or LeBron too much, um, since they were able to get such big wins on Friday and Sunday. And then on Thursday night, we got the Rockets coming to town. Um, that should be a really, really good game. The last time the Lakers played the Rockets, they lost by ten. That was the f- one of the first games that the Rockets were playing with their smaller lineup after they um, got rid of. Clint Capella, and that game, let me tell you, was the most frustrating game I've ever watched. Um, you had the small Rockets lineup just burning the the Lakers, and I think Westbrook went off for 41 points or something like that, and um, I think the last, so the last time the Lakers played the Rockets, Westbrook goes off for 41, and then the time that the Lakers beat the Rockets earlier in the season... Westbrook had like 37 so hopefully if we can shut down Westbrook um and then shut down James Harden obviously should be should be a a win for the Lakers but um just gotta just gotta do what we gotta do so as long as we play defense like we played this weekend I'm not too worried about the Rockets game but um you know still have a pretty tough schedule ahead between the Rockets on Thursday and then we got the Nuggets on Sunday then a back-to-back in Utah against the Jazz, and then another game against the Jazz two days later. So 
Um, not a, not necessarily an easy schedule, but if the Lakers can come out and I think I mean I know the Lakers can can beat all those teams. So if they come out undefeated, then then I'll be feeling really really good. Last but definitely not least, let's talk about Dion Waiters. So on Thursday, it came out that the Lakers were signing Dion Waiters to a deal for the rest of the season. Um, this came after he worked out on Monday, and the Lakers also worked out J.R. Smith on Monday earlier that week. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm pretty excited about it. I, I think in this situation, at the very least, it can only help because because he's replacing a guy like Troy Daniels who wasn't really making that big of an impact on the season to begin with. And so if he can come in and make a bigger impact than Troy Daniels was, then that's a win. And if he comes in and is not making a huge impact, then we are where we were in the first place. So I'm excited to see what Deion Waiters can do. He hasn't he's only played a few games this season, so Frank Vogel said that the Lakers are going to um, hold him out of a few games just so he can get back into game shape, um, get through the routine and the process of being in season, um, which I think is a great, you know, great choice. I'm glad they didn't rush him in um, into either Friday or Sunday's game, um, especially now that we know that the Lakers won both games. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he is able to, you know, take lead offensively, especially when LeBron is off the court. I think he could maybe – you know, even if he filled that role half the capacity, uh, half to LeBron's uh, capacity, I think that's a that's a great, great uh, addition to our offense. And then, you know, he has abil- the ability to be a good defender and to turn defense into offense and get points and buckets. So, I'm really looking forward to having a guy like Dion Waiters on the team, especially as we get closer to playoffs. I think I'm hoping that he's exactly what we need, um, and that he'll only help and won't hurt so I'm, I'm hoping that the lakers did their due diligence that they made the right decision um in deciding to sign him to the team i would imagine that they wouldn't sign him if they had major concerns or worries so so i'm really i'm really looking forward to having him having him on the court and seeing what he can do for us well i think that does it for this episode of lakers carpool i really appreciate you guys listening um have a great rest of your day go lakers